Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. As always, I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and of course, I am here with my husband and my wonderful co-host, Kyle Loomis. So thank you, Kyle, for joining us for an exciting discussion on the SEC championship meet this past weekend. It actually has felt like this has taken a long time to get to the championship meet this season. For for whatever reason, what we've been doing this three years now together in some capacity, whether it was me just filling in or now doing it full time with you, it always feels like the championship meets get there really quickly as soon as the regular season starts. But for this one, it just felt like it kept going on and on. Maybe it's because we actually went other places besides, you know, South Carolina. <laughs> Florida. Florida. We actually went to the Penn Relays. We went to California. I mean, the first meet of the season, they split the entire team up over five different states, I think, and five different meets and events. Like, it was crazy how much, like, mileage the team saw this year. And it was a really cool experience, and we saw a lot of different athletes this year. So I think it was just new, fresh, and exciting. Well, and it does feel longer to me because the SEC championships are after graduation, so a lot of these seniors have already, like, walked, and it just seems a little strange to me. It does drag on a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. After, like, you know, you feel like once the school year's over, okay, everybody stop, go home, but no, right. you know, track and field, baseball, We're still softball, here. We're all still playing. <laughs> Don't forget about us. Please come to our meets. Please come to our games. Right. But, uh, you know, it's just something else for us to enjoy at the beginning of our summer. Absolutely. So let's talk about some statistics of the meet. So the meet was held, as usual, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It was May 9th through the 11th. And Auburn actually had a pretty good showing. 22 men competed and 19 women attended from Auburn. Now... So this kind of confused you a little bit, Kyle, because we had more men competing than women. Mm -hmm. However, the women placed higher than the men. So overall, as a team score, the women placed eighth out of 14 teams with 46 points, which is actually one of the highest they've placed this year. So I was pretty impressed that they placed. The men placed 13th out of 13 with a total of 17 points. I'm going to bring the men in here. Let's all have a circle up here, guys. Uh, 22 guys, and we only got 13th place. Now, let me go ahead and preface that by saying I am not as nor ever have been a great athlete like our men there. But the ladies got Eight out of 13 teams, 14, f- 14 teams. teams competing with less individuals competing. Come on, guys. What are you doing? Well, see, here's what ha- happened. This is battle of the sexes here. No, this is what happened. Because they would have had more points except Anthony Schwartz in the 100 meter. He got seventh in the finals with his PR time of 10.21 seconds. But all six men that ran faster than him all PR'd too. So, so, like, what the heck, guys? I mean, there's nothing he could have done. He ran the fastest he's ever run this year, and so did everybody else. And it was like, darn it. If he'd gotten one place higher, he would have gotten points for the team. But 
It just, that's how the cookie crumbles. And, you know, at, at the finest hour, you want the teams of ev- everybody's individuals to perform their best Absolutely. on the biggest stage. And granted, we've got NCAA prelims and nationals coming up, so that's the the biggest stage. <laughs> the, the. But for the conference, this is it. So you want them performing their best no matter who is on the team. You want these athletes to do well, but it is a little disappointing because we've seen a lot of great things from our men and athletes to see them only get 13. I'm not worried about it. I know. And again, this is mainly an individualistic sport. I understand that. And it, and it is, it's less about the team and more about the individuals. But still, it just irks me a little bit that my men didn't show out as well as I thought they would. Well, don't worry about that. Let's talk about some wins. How about Are you that? ready? I like that. Who do you think we're going to start off with? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Who could it Kylie be? Carter, as usual. Yawn. She does it. I mean, it's like, look, it's boring at this point because. No, she, it's not. She dominates. This will never get boring. Never will it get boring. Because not only has she won, you know, some smaller meets and some pretty big regular season meets, boom. Now she has won the women's javelin at the SEC Championships 2019. So she won with a throw of 55.26 meters. And this was the first win ever by an Auburn woman in the javelin at the SEC Championships. It's one thing for you to go out and win events at all in the season. Correct. It's another thing for you to do it not once but twice, but throughout the regular season to dominate, to never be beaten. It's another thing to do it on the pin relay stage. It's another thing to do it in conference championships. It's another thing for you to do it as the first female athlete in this event for Auburn. Yep. In my time of doing this three-year stint with you here on this show, I didn't think we'd ever see something like this. The utter domination that has come out from Kylie Carter. And I'm joking, obviously, when I say it's boring. It's not boring, but it's just like I'm used to saying, oh, Kylie. I said to you, I was like, did you see Kylie Carter won again? And you're like, oh, yeah, she won again. Uh, I mean, we, it's we just, just We expect it. And we just assume it at this point. So, you know what? Congratulations, Kylie. You're Absolutely. making us very, very proud. So, moving on, I'm going to steal this one from you, and then you can tell about some. But... Brenda Kaigan, um, she placed second, so she got a silver medal in the 10,000 meter with a time of 34 minutes, 19.2.12 seconds, but, which is even, this is even more impressive to me. Not only did she do that, get a silver in the 10,000 meter, she PR'd in the 5,000 meter, the time is 16 minutes, 6.88 seconds, and placed eighth. This was also a 12 second faster than her previous PR on the 5,000 meter. On top of both of those, the silver medal, the PR, she graduated five days earlier with her BSN, her Bachelor of Science in Nursing. Not only that, she was the graduation marshal, which means she had the highest GPA and or was the most engaged and involved nursing student of all of the graduating class and got to walk in with the flag with the Dean of Nursing. And as an Auburn School of Nursing graduate, that is a huge honor and something that I never accomplished. And I'm super proud of her both on and off the track. There's not a little bias here. There's a lot of bias and that's okay because it is Nurses Week. So happy Nurses Week, Brenda. I think that's a huge accomplishment. Yes, here's the thing. This is actually a mixed emotion for me on this because we have long been asking what happened to Brenda Kaigan. Two seasons ago, she was the dominant force for Auburn running, at least in the distance races. 
last season and to build up to most part this season we've kind of we've seen her flat have flashes of mm-hmm. greatness but we haven't seen the dominance that she came nursing in. school <laughs> that they Mar- look I, I don't know but I'm, I'm just saying no i i know i traveled with you through nursing school and saw yeah, it was cra- a booger i saw how crazy that made you but yeah. anyway <laughs> but, uh, i'm just saying brenda coming back to form right here on one of the bigger stages is is something i really was hoping was going to happen and that it's come true now is such a great thing. But the other sad thing is that the reality, she's gone after this season. Yep. I mean, she's got one, maybe two more meets left with us on the national stage. But you know what gives me hope? Maybe she'll come work at my hospital now. That's... Can I recruit her? Brenda, come work for us. I don't us. know if that's how that's supposed to work. You know, <laughs> it's like this feels a little slimy. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying I have a job. I'm just saying maybe you could. Apparently, Brenda, you need to come find Jessica and talk with her about this. <laughs> That's all I'm saying here. Promotion for you here on the show. Uh, but yes, Brenda Kaigan doing that is is incredible. And I, I am going to miss her, though, and getting to talk Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. So moving on to some more wins. we got some men, Kyle, just for you. So Kate- Finally, guys. <laughs> hey, Cade Antonucci got a PR in the men's javelin yes. with a throw of 68.14 meters. Um, John Putnam also got a season best javelin throw. With a throw of 66.67 meters. And then Chris Stone overall placed third in the decathlon. So here's the thing. Cade and John are watching Kylie Carter dominate. There you go. They're they're trying to catch up. Why can't we do that too? (laughs) And it's a little late to be trying to catch up now. No, it's Uh, not. Well. It's never too late, man. You're you're right. As long as you have one event, one meet left to compete in, there's always a chance. But (laughs) that being said... Uh, Kylie has set a mark that cannot be matched, I think, by m- many people this uh, the rest of the season. Uh, but good on Cade and John for uh, re- earning some recognition in the javelin throw. And for a long time, you know, we didn't have a lot of field exciting things to talk I about. I know, you're and exactly now right. now that we're seeing it on the men and the women's side, is nice because we actually get to balance not just the, the track side of this show, but the field side of the show, too. Yep, you're exactly right. So talking about track and field and meshing them together, let's talk about the heptathlon. So Natasha Jordan, she got fourth place overall. Um, not only that, though, she posted two PRs in this. So she PR'd in the 100-meter hurdles with a time of 14.05 seconds and the 200-meter dash with a time of 24.84 seconds neither of which I could do at all. That 100-meter hurdles, she's jumping over hurdles, and I still couldn't run that fast, just plain running. Honey, you can't go down the stairs without falling. I mean, right? So I'm just super proud of her. Here's the thing with the athlon elites. I always struggle how I Athletes. Wanna... But then, but athletes, it's the same thing as athletes. No, no, you know, no, it's not athlete. It's athlete. Athlete. <laughs> athletes. Chris Stone and Natasha Jordan here. I feel like both of them have so much left on the table. Yeah. I agree. I just, especially Natasha, you know, I'm not disappointed with her fourth place finish in SEC uh, championship uh, competition here. No, not at all. I just feel like she's got a little bit more, especially with with her PR in here in this one. I get ready. I'm not going to say a preliminary prediction. Natasha might be the one to watch going into NCAA prelims and nationals or the finals as well, too. So good on them for doing so well as athletes okay there you go so back to some field events maddie malone another throwing name that we are very familiar with she got a silver medal in women's hammer throw and she broke her own school record for auburn with a throw of 65.33 meters 
Um, Joyce Camelli, another distance runner that we are very familiar with, um, she got a silver medal in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Not only that, it's only her third time ever competing in this event. I love that. Then, not only that, she broke the Auburn school record by 25 seconds with a time of 10 minutes, 0.94 seconds. Now put that into perspective for some people that maybe not know a lot about track events. 25 seconds is significant. Huge deal. Because I think most people hear seconds there and they're like, oh, well, that's, you know, they, she did good. She got better. But 25 seconds in that type of event is a huge difference. Why don't y'all try planking for 25 seconds? Because I'm <laughs> betting that most of y'all are about <laughs> like me. And 25 seconds is a long time when you you're mean doing something. planking the exercise and not planking like you stand stiff as a board oh, right. on, okay. on a shelf. Doing like, what is it? What was that? 2007 when that trend was here? Yeah. Planking, like, yeah, you're on your elbows and your toes. Trying no, to... thank you. No, thank you. Right. Um, also for Joyce, she PR'd in the 5,000 meter with a time of 16 minutes, 6.5 seconds. Joyce. So overall, she just had a great, she and Brenda had. You know, Joyce great... was the one who stepped up a lot yep. when Brenda was having either injury issues or struggle issues. It wasn't doing as well as we were accustomed to. And she's not being outdone here. Even with Brenda stepping up her game, Joyce is maintaining the level of competition that she has been putting out there uh, this season. Absolutely. So last two that we'll talk about before we get into all the results. Silas Kitnatek, another name we're super familiar with. He placed fourth in the men's steeplechase, but more important than that, he PR'd with a time of 8 minutes, 58.86 seconds. I find it interesting that we hardly talked about steeplechase at all. And now all at the end, we're like, woo, 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 steeplechase. Let's just throw people. And first of all, who is the like evil genius that decided right? that we're going to put a puddle of water for you to land in after you jumped over a hurdle Thank running. You. Like what is there's some devious like person out My there? My guess decide? I have no basis for this, but I'm betting that this happened. Well like, you want them to like run over bear traps too? <laughs> well I'm just thinking like, oh one day back in the eighteen hundreds it rained a lot at a track meet and they're like, oh let's have these people jump over this big barrier thing and then land in this puddle of water and then keep running. Is that okay. while they were like running naked at the pin pin relays too? Is that the same <laughs> yeah. thing? Yep, same day. <laughs> Man, you, All at the same time, you and you just and, have to land naked in the water and you hope track you don't and hurt something. Athletes. Y'all are just y'all are just a special breed. I don't know, honey. I'm just making this up. <laughs> okay, last thing we kind of already touched on this. Anthony Schwartz, he got his collegiate best time in the 100 meter with a time of 10.21 seconds. Unfortunately, gave him seventh place out of nine athletes. But like I said. Those other six athletes that ran faster than him all got PRs too. So I can't even be upset. And the first person that won went sub 10 seconds, got 9.99 seconds in the 100 meter. Let's take Anthony Schwartz's case here and use it as a bit of perspective for those who are listening and those that are just now getting into the sport and kind of learning about this. Because we've talked a lot about Anthony, especially in indoor, how he was dominant at the 100 meters. If you didn't know, he did get injured at the tail end of that, which he was kind of having to work through at the beginning of outdoor season here, which is why you haven't seen him as dominant. But with a collegiate best time at the SEC Outdoors, it obviously didn't harm him. But what what I'm getting to there is, I think we all assume, just because of what we've seen Anthony do on the football field, how fast he is there. Mm -hmm. He's the fastest one on the team. And how dominant he was just starting out in indoor season here, that he was just going to dominate the rest of the season. This shows you how stiff the competition is. Absolutely. And remember, 
He's only a freshman. Right. That's so, I cannot wait. It gives you perspective of how much further he has to come to get even better, but it shows you how close he is to the elite competition level, at least in the conference. We'll see how he does in the national stage in a few weeks, though. Just if he makes little, it. If he makes it. That's true. Just a little perspective for him, his time at Auburn, and what you might be able to see from him. I agree. So that's all the highlights. That was a lot of highlights. But believe it or not, we do have some more things to talk about. We do. So let's go. I think we could run through most of them pretty quickly yep. here. And just We've kind talked of about t- a lot make of them. sure we mention everybody that competed in the SEC championships. We'll start, why not, with the javelin throws. <laughs> <laughs> For the men, Kate Antonucci, as we already mentioned, got 8th out of 14th, followed by John Putnam, 9th out of 14th, and Eric Ebel, 14 out of 14th. Uh, Kylie Carter obviously led the way for women's javelin throw uh, with first overall. Peyton Montgomery, Ashley Carter followed her with 11th and 12th place overall. So now we've got women's discus. We had Tori McKinley place 8th out of 19th with a throw of 49.96 meters. We hadn't actually talked about her, so I just wanted to mention that. And then pole vault. So James Corson, he placed 15th out of 18th with a vault of 4.95 meters. Moving on to some jumping events, we have Don Tavius Hill for the men doing the high jump. He did only get 15th out of 15. He got a jump of 2.02 meters. Though We've seen him do a lot better in this event, so I think this is probably just one of those days he was a little bit off. Yep. Um, so I expect to see him, if he's competing in prelims, uh, to do a lot better next week. Uh, for the women's high jump, three competitors here. We had Skylar Daniel who got 8th out of 16th with a jump of 1.75 meters. And then that oh-so-confounding situation there where you have two people tie for 16th place. Caroline Lawrence and Natasha Jordan both got 16th out of 16th, 1.65 meters on their jump. That just means they did in the same amount of tries. Correct? Correct. Look. So proud of you. I'm just maintaining my knowledge. So men's long jump, we had Noah Igbenogany with an 8th place finish out of 20 athletes with a jump of 7.58 meters. Merrill Parker, 14th place finish with a jump of 7.26 meters. And Mark Rubel-Caba with a 15th place finish and a jump of 7.22 meters. Then for the women's long jump, we had Sarah Little. Um, She got 21st out of 21 competitors with a jump of 5.64 meters. It's so interesting to me, just as a quick aside here, to watch some of these other athletes that we've seen place a little bit higher in these events but as soon as we get to championships i know we've talked about a lot already this, the competition is very stiff they, yes. they, you see them kind of fall back a little bit it doesn't mean that they're not a great athlete and they, they can't put up good times they're just competing against the best the top the best. of the top and you're competing against arkansas who's apparently like dominant the powerhouse <laughs> the powerhouse arkansas and oregon in track and field are powerhouses Let's, you know it, it pains me to say it but there's alabama in football there's auburn in basketball now there's Arkansas track and field. You know, it used to be Vanderbilt in baseball and I think South Carolina to some degree as well. Everyone's got their moments. Right now, it's Arkansas's time in track and field. And it's been that for a while. Uh, Let's finish out the track, uh, excuse me, the field events here. And we have three more to talk about. For the women's shot put, Tori McKinley, 6th out of 15th with a throw of 16.37 meters. The men's triple jump, Mark Rubicalba, 13th out of 21 with a jump of 14.70 meters. And then finally, in the women's hammer throw, two competitors, Maddie Malone, as we already talked about, with that silver medal, 65.33 meters. And then Aaron Perkins right behind her, an 8th out of 13 with a throw of 58.38 meters. 
So moving on, like I said, to the track events. So for the men, we only had one competitor. Like we said, Anthony Schwartz make it to the finals. He got seventh out of nine athletes with a time of 10.21. But then we also had Sean Shivers and Jason Reese compete in the prelims. Neither made it to the finals. But Sean got 16th out of 28 athletes, a time of 10.52. And Jason with a 25th place finish and a time of 10.77 seconds. I'm intrigued by Sean Shivers' times at 10.52, which his last one in the War Eagle invite was significantly lower. Yes, very it was. So obviously this was not his best race. Right. That's okay. I mean, to be fair, even if he had run his best race of the season, he still wouldn't have qualified for finals. So nothing against him, just a numbers game. Right. So moving on to the women's 100 meter, we had Sarah Little. She placed 26th out of 28 athletes with a time of 11.99 seconds. Very similar, like you said. She did a lot better at the Tennessee relays. Unfortunately, it still wouldn't have mattered. She would not have qualified for finals. So moving on to the men's hurdles, we had Craig Clark um, with a 15th out of 15 athletes finish in a time of 14.36 seconds. Let's keep ramping up the distance here in the 200 meter for the men. Three, excuse me, four total competitors in this one. Uh, Sean Shivers actually gets the spotlight here as our top competitor there. 18th out of 40, 40 athletes. Yeah, it's a lot. 21.2 seconds for him. Uh, Chison Kinkang with 27th out of 40 with 21.41 uh, seconds. Jason Reese, 29th out of 40, 21.65 seconds. And Joshua Burks, 39th out of 40 with 22.26 seconds. And then one competitor for the women in the 200 meters, Myra Mack, 27th out of 33 competitors, 24.27 seconds. Very nice. Now a little track and field mixed together with the men's and women's 400 meter hurdles so that's a little of both because let's be fair that's not it's just still a... running no 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 it's not because i couldn't do it you, you can't run either anymore <laughs> but i'm just saying this is launching your body over things this is a little bit of track and a little bit of field you so, can launch your body over things you just don't do just it not great. gracefully exactly you. you finished exactly what i was gonna say okay well show's over done <laughs> jessica sucks <laughs> Okay, so the men's 400-meter hurdles, Caden Seal with an 18th out of 20 athletes finish and a time of 54.35 seconds, followed by Sherwayne Allen with a 19th place finish and a time of 54.7 seconds. Only one athlete for the women in the 400-meter hurdles, Tyler Colbert, placed 15th out of 15 with a time of 67.05 seconds. Then we had the women's 1,500-meter, only one competitor, which kind of was shocking to me. Um, We had Faith Bett with a 24th out of 28th place finish and a time of 4 minutes, 41.61 seconds. Let's talk about that confounding event, the steeplechase. (laughs) 3,000 meter steeplechase, mind you. Let's not only make them run through water, let's make them do it over 3,000 meters as well. And launch yourself over things. Launch yourself over into a puddle of water. Let's throw some bear. We might as well make it interesting and throw bear traps in there as well. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, Joyce Camelli, as we already talked about, led the way second out of 20 competitors with a time of 10 minutes and 94 milliseconds. I think that's what there that is. Oh, I like it. Good I, job. I can do math. Um, and then Francis Patrick, 17th out of 20 with a time of 11 minutes, 5.68 seconds there. Uh, for the men, Silas Kipnogic, he got fourth out of 20 with a time of 8 minutes, 58.86 seconds. And moving on to the women's 5,000 meter, which we've talked about, Joyce Camelli got seventh with a time of 16.06 
16 minutes, 6.5 seconds. I can do math and you can't. <laughs> Followed by Brenda Kaigan, 8th place finish, 16 minutes, 6.88 seconds. And then last we had Abby Zane for Auburn, 24th out of 35 athletes with a time of 17 minutes, 21.85 seconds. So very good overall for Auburn in the women's 5,000. Then we had the men's 5,000. 47 men chose to run this race. That's the, that's the sad fact. Chose to that, run Right. Like, what are y'all doing? Have you not heard of Netflix? <laughs> so we have Kevin Weiss placing 22nd out of 47 athletes with a time of 14 minutes, 38.15 seconds. Followed by Silas Kipnatik with a 25th place finish and a time of 14 minutes, 42.09 seconds. And then this is the first time we've talked about this event this year, the 10K, 10,000 meters. What a run. What? And, I mean, just... And, what is going on, people? And if it's going to be the first time we talk about it this year, it has to be that one person, Brenda, Brenda Kaigen. Going my out girl. strong with a bronze medal, 26 athletes in this uh, event with a time of one hour, 10 minutes. What? Night. Is that about one hour? Baby, 34 minutes is not even close to an hour. 34? It'd be half an hour. What's wrong with you? Oh, I can't do math anymore. Oh, my gosh. You got it set up a weird way. 34 minutes, 19.12 seconds. That's not even close to an hour. She had time to go get a snack, take a shower, and come back. I think the conversion is a little different for me over here, but we'll just keep going with it. Oh, wow. That's what happens when you use a Mac. I don't know what's going on with your computer. So, Kevin Weiss got 8th out of 19th, and I'll let Jessica share. With a time of 30 minutes, 14.24 seconds. So, it's not your fault. You can do math. Interesting conversion over here on the Mac. It's just, it's interesting. Little pull back the curtain here. Yeah, I'm not sure the difference in, you know, PC and Mac. In the the Tiger Tracks Problems. (laughs) All right, why don't you finish out the... All right, the Athlons. So, for the men's decathlon, Chris Stone actually had one of his best performances of the year. Third place finish out of nine athletes with a... point total of 7,212 points. His highest scoring event was actually his 100 meter. Normally it's his um, pole vault. So Mm -hmm. he got 830 points with that. His lowest scoring point was his 1,500 meter. Got 501 points with that. So in a time of 5 minutes, 10 seconds. So pretty good spread over all of his points. Then for the women's heptathlon, we had Natasha Jordan with an overall PR in her point value of 5,389. She got fourth out of 10 athletes. Her highest points was 971 points with a first place finish in those 100 meter hurdles. That PR of 14.05 seconds. Her, <clears throat> excuse me, her lowest point value is 575 points for the shot put and a throw of 10.69 meters. So I asked you this off recording here but i'll ask you it here live for you to say that would you say this is the best or one of the best or not at all meets that auburn has had in the regular season for outdoor like is it the best how about that let's start with that is it the best meet? no because that war eagle invite that was pretty good darn that was just like the creme of the crop for auburn would you say it it was top three top three so one of the best meets that they've had absolutely the amount of prs that came from this and you know that's Mm -hmm. my thing yes i don't care what you place i don't care if kylie carter wins first because you could be first out of one athlete right and so that's garbage to me. But if you're first out of 40 athletes and get a PR, boom, got well, my I vote. I think, too, you need to, off, not to negate what Kylie Carter's done, but you almost have to push her aside to analyze the success as a team because she's such 
a consistent she is domin- a dominant force. force that you just push her to the side and then analyze what everybody else did. And you can kind of see, oh, wow, everyone else did really well yeah. in this thing. I mean, shoot, look at Joyce running the steeplechase two other times in her life and getting a bronze medal at the SEC Outdoor Championships. Yeah, I'd say this was probably second. If you want to make things interesting in NCAA, let's put some bear traps in there. That's oh all I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. And chased by squirrels. At the same time, yes. There you go. So, that's all for the SEC Championship meet. Unfortunately, we do not know what athletes will compete in the NCAA East prelims yet. At this time, yeah. At this time, but at press time. More to come on that. Yes. As soon as we know. So the NCAA East prelims, though, will be held in Jacksonville, Florida, May 23rd through the 25th, um, which is interesting because that is right before Memorial Day weekend. So Mm -hmm. they obviously do not care. No, they don't. They like look track and We're field. We're competing is, regardless. We don't deal with these whole national holidays thing. We just keep on trucking right along. So um, we will let you know once we know more about who's competing. So Kyle, people want to talk about Kylie Carter. Any of your people for these throne events? Where can they find you? My people. You They're, love the you love know, the field events. I don't know that they want to like be called my people. That's that's pretty you know embarrassing for them. Oh, that's true. Okay, if they want to talk about field events because that's your love. If you want to talk to me, you can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. And I don't know a lot about track and field, but I know enough to get myself in trouble. So come chat with me on Twitter at JessicaLoomisRN. So that's all we have for the Outdoor SEC Championship Meet of 2019. Thanks for joining us. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?